0: Ladies and gentlemen, Black Rain. Talking about stained today, I'd like to do an epic YouTube video about this. Um, I'm just going to rant off the dome for the podcast listeners. Um, I'm literally, it's June 23rd or 24th now. And um. I'm just ranting, baby. I took a two-hour nap in the middle of the day for no fucking reason at all. I'm caffeinated. I'm healthy. I ate great today. Worked out. Got some sunshine. I'm feeling great. So so I'm recording a bunch of shit to then throw out to my two listeners out there. So Stained. The Fall of Stained. I'm going to go ahead and say The Fall of Stained. I know they're touring, and they did like a 20th anniversary of Break the Cycle last year and all this stuff. but. I might title this The Downfall of Stained or The Downfall of Aaron Lewis. I'm not sure yet. Quick background about me I know every Stained song on earth, front to back. Um, I know about J Cat, know about Fred Durst and Black Rain. Come on. Come on. Feeling those lighters. I'll be I'll probably just be dropping semi deep cuts like that throughout the episode. Um, that's in reference to the song that I guess gave stain the big break. They went on tour of Pantera. Did you guys know that shit? They were a metal band. Um, so for those who don't know too much about stain, they just know them as that's been a while and or outside guys. Um they're actually a really good band. And by really good band, I mean Aaron Lewis and Mike Michak fucking rule. Johnny Old School April is great at what he does. He was great on the the Tormented album. Um, although four walls lick is gorgeous, but um yeah, you know, the the whole um I guess metamorphosis of Stain and now Aaron Lewis is, it's just fascinating because like it happened in my prime time of being able to be obsessed with the band to that extreme. Um, so I found Stained in middle school and I was obsessed with them in high school. And now that where they're at, but let's get into it. the downfall of Aaron Lewis. Is there, even with the problems in like the 2010s with the band and the drummer and shit, it's like pretty Aaron Lewis based. So the band, I won't say they had early success, you know, they fucking had to work hard to get the success that they did get, but I mean, by their second major album, um you know, they were top of all the rock charts and shit like that. Um, But they had, it's technically their third, but, you know. So we'll, we'll, we'll go from when they were popular. I won't go into the backstory. Of Stained was a cool rock metal band, and then they became a little girl rock band, and now they're country. So when Stained was, you know, popular in top of the rock world, top of the rock charts, uh, this is also when MTV was still playing music videos. Eminem was popular. Uh, new Metal was getting popular or kind of peaking at its popularity. This is like not necessarily, like I think, like, Break the Cycle came out in 01, but like they became popular from Break the Cycle and like those songs and radio play and music videos probably like 2003 ish. and They were touring heavily. So, but I think like, as far as like world knew who stained was, it was like probably about 2003. And then um, they kept, then they made 14 shades of gray, which is a great album and chapter five, excellent album. Um, And that's kind of where the stain thing needs to stop. <laughs> the other albums I actually really liked a lot. They just weren't as publicly beloved they didn't really have like the radio hit where um yeah so they had break the cycle the radio hits were it, it's been a while outside which were huge number one on all the radio top charts and this is and again radio was a big deal too this is pretty pre-internet mm-hmm. stuff internet obviously was out there but uh, to get free music you had to download it off limewire like this is post-napster no longer being free. This is LimeWire days. Um, So Stain had Break the Cycle. Before that, they did have Dysfunction, which did have a pretty good hit, Home uh, and Mud Shovel. Mud Shovel was on video games. Um, It was on some like metal radio stations too, but Home was like more... Like, it had music video and everything. I think Mud Shovel did too, but anyways. So they had some success with the album Dysfunction, and then they had tremendous... A ginormous success from break the cycle mainly with it's been a while and outside, but they also had other big radio hits and big MTV stuff uh, for you was pretty big at during that time from like 2003 to 2005 ish six ish. Like it had a pretty good spike and helped the band out epiphany gorgeous song that did really well as well. Um, it's probably not as popular as for you. Definitely not as popular as outside and it's been a while. But th- those were like kind of like the big four songs that were big. Like it popped to at least a certain amount. Um off that album and then um fucking 14 shades of gray comes out, um, so far away is the big one. No, he's so far away. Um that was their big pop off that album. That's kind of like allow them to retain success and popularity amongst and this is again amongst the mass this is amongst everybody me personally like i loved you know raw i love the song me like uh, when they did the mtv unplugged thing that that shit was so fucking cool and i knew aaron lewis you know it was the second time doing it because the first time he was sick and it sucked and uh, this can't believe. So. Um, and even like uh, Break the Cycle, I still my favorite stained album. It's it's so hard to argue against it. But uh, it's uh, safe. Well, excuse me, Warm Safe Place is my favorite song off there. Um, yeah. So then, Fortune Shades of Grey came out. Zoe Jane was a big hit too. Um, it was mainly a bigger hit, like at Bunk's weddings, and still is probably like the most like um definitely the, probably the biggest stained wedding song but um it's definitely a, a very popular obviously beautiful father-daughter song and then what else was on 14 shades of gray that was popular i actually like 14 14 shades of gray i probably like more than break the cycle but break the Cycle is just too good to not say oh dude fucking fade on break the cycle come on fade fade kind of popped for a minute too by the way um like it had a good music video and got decent amount of radio play. But Fade was a fucking great song. That was a break the cycle song. Um so wow, they really had like a five pop song, like that like popped amongst the masses and popular. Uh so far away, Zoe Jane. Price to play. I think again, it's kind of like a mud shovel where it was like a popular-ish song maybe, but it was mainly like in video games and shit. Um I mean, blow away intro, obviously my favorites, but uh, I think it was just so far away. It was really the famous song. And maybe a little bit of Price to Play. Really kind of like the big pop, but again, it just allowed them to tour more and gain, gain more popularity and more fans and that type of shit. So it kind of just fueled the machine more and they still sounded good. And then like, yeah, like the hardcore Stain fans or even rock fans are like, man, yesterday fucking rolls. Uh, Fill Me Up is awesome and all that shit. Um, and then Chapter 5 comes out. Chapter 5, I think, has a lot more uh, popularity. Big songs. And um. The thing with that is, um, Lululu. Chat so chapter five comes out. Sorry, kind of like spaced out there. Um, right here was giant. Uh, I man, I said chapter five, and I like knew. everything changes was pretty big. Right here was huge, falling was a big and again the, the, these three albums all had like this kind of like yeah, like played in video games, rock song, metal fans like fun good rock song, falling was pretty decently big um let me just instead of guessing guys, I've been doing this off my memory, I have not uh let me just look. I feel like I'm missing some from so far. Or break this. Up. So the top five is when you go on stains Spotify is. It's been a while. So far away. Much Shovel, outside and right here. So maybe I'm underplaying much. But I just during the time it wasn't as popular. So let's look at fourteen shades of gray. Um. Yeah, I wasn't really like. But I got. I nailed the popular songs. There's. Uh, right here falling. Everything changes. Yeah, that's right. But on that album, I mean, fuck, dude. Devil is such a cool written song. Like, lyrically, it's very, very cool. Please is amazing. Um, Obviously, pretty much every Stain song is better with just Aaron Lewis playing acoustic, which he does from 2007 to 2012 very perfectly. If you YouTube any Aaron Lewis clips, you want that era. As before, he pretended to be a country person, and which is why it's a downfall of Aaron Lewis. Um, yeah, take this another great fucking acoustic song and awesome song on that. Like that was really really good, and I mean the same thing with 14 Shades of Grey, Like uh, uh, Lane, gorgeous song. Reality, could it be blow away and in an intro? Like, come on, man, the, the, those songs are all fucking. Gangster. so and then yeah damn i was right about the era like 2000 they're real popular 2003 2006 but the era of the albums was 2001 break the cycle 2003 14 shades of gray then 2005 chapter five so in that four-year span they have they're like on top of the world music like they can't miss like they have at least one ginormous hit on every single album and definitely some like extra hits and stuff like that too. And on top of like making fans like myself, who was just so enthralled with Aaron Lewis and so in love with, uh, the lyrics and, uh, pretty much the song lane is like all of us stained fans and Aaron Lewis lovers could just dedicate the song lane to Aaron Lewis, like word for word. Um, so it felt it was like I was a proud stain. I would have gotten stained tattoo if I was old enough. Um, it was crazy times, man. And it, it was the best times. So from two thousand one, two thousand five were well, really two thousand six. They blow up, and then two thousand eight. Well, obviously they're doing the two thousand seven touring wise, and Aaron Lewis wise solo. And as a band, they start doing like acoustic shit more again, which is fucking so cool. They're so they're the best acoustic band, in my opinion. No one's better than them with doing acoustic. I mean, dude, just the singles 1996 through 2006. That album was released in 2008. There is an acoustic recording of Comfortably Numb and Sober, which are covers, and they're fucking phenomenal. So, in a nutshell, again, all phenomenal. But then, so during that time of that release and solo, Aaron Lewis started going on solo tours, which I saw one live, and yeah, I fucking cried at the end when he does an intro, he with no with the guitar not plugged in and the microphone not plugged in, he's sitting on the edge of the stage and just shouting. It's fucking powerful, man. So I was like, dude, I was in love and obsessed with staying then. I would argue with people all the time like how great Aaron Lewis is. He's the best singer and the best vocalist. He's just better. He has more range. The greatest thing ever. He, again, he can't miss. Um, the Illusion of Progress came out in 2008 as well. I was a fan of the song or fan song, fan of the album. And again, I liked it. Uh, there's a acoustic version of Pardon Me. I think Aaron Lewis also did on a solo tour. But... The, There's an acoustic version with Mike Mashok and Aaron Lewis doing part of me and that fucking rolls. Um, Believe was a pretty big hit. So even in 2008, they're still not missing. It it was nowhere on the levels of um, right here so far away, or it's been a while, but it's still like a pretty big hit on the radios. And it was just like, man, Stan's still doing it. But that was the only like radio hit from this album another big uh, fucking uh wedding song tangled up in you and uh, the the lyrics again like Aaron Aaron Lewis is I guess I'll say was because he no longer makes powerful music anymore um or passionate music anymore um this is this is the greatest thing ever. Like it was just so cool to like have someone have your emotions for you, and they're writing for you. And, but not even doing it for you, but like doing it in a, in a way that you would, can never even comprehend of doing it that skillfully or that beautifully, that passion. It's just amazing, man. Uh, the corner was a phenomenal song. Super. That's probably the most underrated Stain song of all time, because. He has a black choir in there at the end, which is something he would not goddamn stand for anymore. (laughs) It's actually hilarious. Uh, (laughs) It would not be black singing on my tracks ever again. Fucking garbage. Um, So yeah, there's that. Um, but yeah the corner is a great beautiful gorgeous awesome song Um, and then even nothing left to say is pretty powerful Aaron Lewis vocals awesome 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 so 2001 2008 Stained is fucking the best Aaron Lewis is the best and there's no art like there's no one who's better in that era at lyrics and all this stuff and mind you you know Tool Exists and is making albums and songs during that era. Mind you, it's only two out, but still, like you know, like there's some great bands: Avenged Sevenfold, um, Disturbed, Godsmack, um, a shit ton of other ones, uh, and a lot of those bands they may have been more popular, or whatever. But like, dude, there was just no one who's sang like Aaron Lewis in that era. I still to this day, as much as and and that's why I'm making a podcast because I'm about to shit on Aaron Lewis, but. In that era, 2001 to 2008, there was not a better singer than Aaron. There just wasn't. Fucking Pearl Jam was still making albums. And listen, Eddie Vedder and Maynard, he covers it. That's the thing. He covered y'all songs and sounded phenomenal. I won't necessarily say better. But man, it's fucking, he doesn't miss. He doesn't miss. When he, Aaron Lewis covering release re, uh, release me from Eddie Vedder. come on, even just black. And that's the thing too that I started like becoming popular between 2008 and 2000 and like 13 and 14 ish was. And okay, so here now now we can take a the beginning to shit on Aaron Lewis starts in this era from 2001 to 2008 Aaron Lewis staying untouchable great. 2008 to 2014, that's where shit gets sticky, man. Um, this is where Lewis takes the turn for the worst. Um, but not like also during this time, YouTube has become more uh popular, or at least like more everyone's accessing YouTube. And um, you see and hear all these awesome covers that Aaron Lewis is doing on his tours. I also saw some of these and. Dude, just amazing. I mean, dude, yeah, the release new ones is just like insane. So to not think that he's the best vocalist of that era, specifically just that era, 2001, 2008, is beyond me. So now, so now it's 2008. <clears throat> we'll call it 2010. Let's say two years happened. He's done all his albums. He's done, he's doing all this touring. And even with the song tangled up in you and even on his tour he kind of ish and i mean a skosh country boy being a 10 out of 10 country i mean on tangled up in you we're talking like a three and he had this other song um just to be anywhere from here uh did he put it on his album Put Massachusetts on there, which was another one he did. Um, but there's another just to be anywhere from here, and then I and I'm home, Massachusetts. Like those were like three out of ten country flare again. Country boy being ten out of ten, and th- that, that's like for Aaron Lewis. Um, so for that country boy being ten out of ten, he started you know writing quote unquote country ish songs. Again, three out of 10, 2.5 2. out of 10. You know what I'm saying? Like, not, there might be an ish to the vocals, like a slight spice or sliver. And, or maybe it's more to like the guitar aspect of it and just a slight ish. And then while he's on the road and he was supposed to come out with a. Solo acoustic DVD and CD, um, which there is like a grainy recording, but decent audio quality recording of him doing recording that thing from the Mohegan, um, where he just does acoustic shit for a minute, and even on the album he does a um, on the road again. Here I am, turn turn the page with no hints of country, but like obviously that song can be played in a country way, obviously. And he didn't like, and then I think he did. I am home in Massachusetts. He did and on that, like on this recording at the Mohegan sun, cause his music teacher was there in the audience. This is why no one else can talk about stand. You fucking pieces of shit. And if for some, <laughs> I don't know what reason or what time in the world, air Lewis would have to actually listen to his biggest fan rant about him, but just know everything I'm talking about literally comes from a place of love. It literally comes from actual knowledge and knowing your art. Thank you. So in 2011, Hey, he, it's a little EP called town line and it has Massachusetts, but that's when country boy comes out. Um, and that's when he, I guess he's assigned to big country. And but even those other songs that were on the album that wasn't Country Boy, it wasn't necessarily country per se, like it was country ish. And then Country Boy was like, holy shit, this is crazy. Um, but at the same time, he's still like recording or was supposed to release some like big solo. Doing rock songs, thing the Mohegan Sun thing I was referring to with the Bob seeger in Massachusetts, um, he did release me at at that recording, but it never got published. But it's on YouTube. Thank Christ. Um, there's some evidence that uh, (laughs) Aaron Lewis wasn't a total fake fucking sellout. Uh, but the time was specifically probably 2010, 2011. Now, 2011, country boy fucking freaks the fuck out of the universe. The country records are freaking the fuck. Is that that fucking little gay boy is cried about outside? He say, goddamn country. Well, hot damn. I'm a country boy, and I like this country shit. Like it country boy the song blew the fuck up. Like it blew up maybe bigger than it's been a while or outside, but like that level of like, hey, you're you're making like you just made like an insane amount of fame and money and the, like, but he created a whole new market and faked a whole second new persona just off the song Country Boy. It's fucking crazy, man. So that song took off and he just abandoned like the whole cool solo rock thing where he's doing rock covers. Um, he's doing like down and he's covering down in the hole and angry chair and shit like that not nah, fuck that we're doing we're, we're all in on the country shit so the next year the next year he comes out with the album the road and it's all shit songs and it has that song that I was referring to earlier anywhere but here just to be anywhere but, here. but of course it's country to fuck up in that album even though and it's Early written stages, and this is why I'm coming out publicly. In my opinion, I'm stating that Aaron Lewis is a fucking fraud, a piece of shit, horrible, horrible, horrible human for doing this fake shit. Because it's just so hilarious that a sold, soul to the devil, you know, like no, you sold, you're sold to the devil in fucking Broadway, you piece of shit. You're not fucking fooling anybody. Oh wow, you're you're fooling the fucking country fans. Like that's real fucking hard to do. Um. But this the road comes out in 2012. And this is where he just commits. He's all in. I'm only fucking with country songs. And life's been hell since then, pretty much, as a stained fan. Um right, even, even as an Aaron Lewis fan, because at this point, again, with YouTube kind of be more popular and more stuff is accessible in there. It's like I'm falling in love with Aaron Lewis's like rock sets even more now because it's like he's doing so much shit acoustically. He did uh This Love by Pantera, him and Mike Mashaw, during the same time frame of him being a country boy. Granddaddy's gun It's all fake guys. I won't even get into like the where we're at now because where we're at now is he's doing conservative podcast which i wow <laughs> like who cares man you're an old dad of course you're a fox news person i don't give a flying fuck about your views can you tell us about how lane staley impacted your musical career you piece of shit like why are we, why are we talking about uh trans ideologies my baby girl school like aren't all your kids grown now like jesus christ um But yeah, again, of course you're... Dude, you have money, and you're a dad. Of course you're a Fox News dad. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not here bashing you because of that. I'm bashing you because you come from a fake place. The country music. The country marketing. The conservative side marketing and pushing shit like that. And all your bullshit interviews, dude. And all your bullshit in-between songs, antics. Even back with Stain for the 20th anniversary tour. Uh... You're fake let's go Brandon or fuck Joe Biden chance that you're forced through your speakers, allegedly look, you have good sources on that. Um, it's fake and forced. And here's why it's fake and forced. Ladies and gentlemen, 2001 to 2010. Where is the country? Aaron Lewis is from Boston. Or at least the band's from Boston. I think Aaron Lewis himself is born like New Hampshire or some shit. Where's the where's the country, y'all? Where's that southern slang here in Boston? What the fuck are we doing? On his fucking country album, his first one. He has a song called Being in Massachusetts. He lived by the X, man. He grew up by the X. Again, deep cuts. The Houston version of the corner, goddammit! But now all of a sudden he has a country twang, and now all of a sudden he's a he's a country boy, and he's all about guns and and uh, God over government, and just all it's all silly and fake because from for a decade in the public that's this is the thing in the public's eye for a decade you didn't have a hint of country, you didn't have one. Country cover as a doing solo shit by yourself. Um, you didn't have any sort of accent in interviews. Uh, you had like three documentaries one for Dysfunction, one for Chapter Five, and one for something else. I forget. But in all those sayings, you never once had a Southern accent or a country accent. 2012, you magically just have the Southern twang. And you're super all about country and you're super about, you know, God and guns. And you found your market. You exploited a market. I'm glad you made that money. But the problem is that happened a decade ago. And now it's 2022. And you tried rekindling like some, like the real Stain fans. You've been gone for 10 years, buddy. I saw Aaron Lewis perform in 2016 or 2016. And it was with his country band. And at the end, he encores with his acoustic guitar, like some famous stain songs, not one fucking deep cut. And he Southern Twings, like outside and shit like that. It's horrible, it's obnoxious. This is why I find you as like a shit person because I fell in love with this person that you fucking ruined, that you destroyed. And you can't say it's not you, dude. I know, hey, people change again. You're you're a millionaire and a father. Of course you're gonna be a conservative. Of course you're gonna be a Fox News person. I totally get it. But this fake, I don't think people pick up an accent at the age of 35 or the age of 40, even, however the fuck old you were, in 2012. I mean, I mean you're a fucking grown, 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 grown adult. And all of a sudden you have a fake, 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 fake country accent. And a fake country twanging your fucking songs. That's why I'm so, he's a piece of shit. He's the fucking worst. But then with the power of YouTube, you know, I, I, I discovered more songs, uh, more like acoustic sessions where he's doing like sleeping at the wheel and four, nine blonde blood, four, nine blondes or what the fuck ever. The uh, true color song he's, he covers true colors. And, uh, you hear all these beautiful acoustic covers on YouTube. And, again, you want to fall. And he's doing some talking in between. And there's not one lick of a country twang. But the meanwhile, you see him on fucking Fox News or a fucking podcast with Jake Cutler and John Daly. Like, dude. <laughs> like, what? You're not even real. You sold your That You sold your soul to the devil and Broadway where all the hits get fucking made. And didn't you steal like Chris Stapleton's song or did Chris Stapleton steal your song or did neither of you steal your songs because you're both under like the same production thing. Like this is what I'm saying, man. Like not only like your integrity as a human being in general is just tanked. And this is terrible. The downfall of Aaron Lewis because you're such a fake fucking phony. You are. I'm a loser. I've heard all the interviews. I've heard all the things. I've seen you live a thousand fucking times. you never once have had a country accent. You're from fucking Boston. And now all of a sudden, it's just bananas. It, it, it's fucking crazy. I forget what I was even talking about before that, but I was trying to make another point, and it's like, dude, you had... I can't... It's hard to get over that point. I've been trying to swallow that point from 2012... Till like twenty twenty, you know, because it's like I mean he's so he's such a fake loser. But you know what, man, he's just making all the money in the world. He's just stealing from th- these pockets. And but yeah, it's not even your integrity as a character, as a man, as an individual is at question at this point. But now there's like some. Did he steal songs from people? Did he co-write songs with people? Where before as same guy. He made all the songs. He's a brilliant songwriter and all this shit. So, so no, man. And not one of the country songs are fucking great or, or good or... Uh, they're lazy. I've listened to every album. I've listened to every country song. The, the My favorite one is probably Lost It All. But even that, the rhyme scheme in that gets lazy and the only thing that's good about the song is like the vocal range. But even that kind of gets overshadowed by the force fake accent. Um, but that's about as good as it gets for all from 2011 to 2000. Uh, well, 21, I think it's when he came out with afraid album, or maybe it was 2022, but regardless, like, yeah, your new, your new albums, trash, all your country albums stink. You're exploiting dummies. And then you want to sit like, just don't come back to rock. Stop it. Don't come here with your bullshit. People, we don't want to hear politics. I mean, if anything, we're probably more left leaning because you know. Remember when Bush was in office and everyone was super not happy with the war? Remember the the band disturbed and system of down and stuff like that. But now all these people are growing and up. We we're not here to listen to you to talk to, for your political views. We're, we're here just to jam and enjoy the music, enjoy the art. We're here to consume art. And this product you're making for country music, it isn't art. It's fake phony bullshit. This is why I question your integrity as a human. Because it's fake and, for, and blatantly selling your soul. And did you make a billion? Did you really make more? doing country than rock because man it's like that 2001 to 2008 it's like did you you've had to been making a pretty fucking betty or were you just creatively just shut down and toured out but then you look at the i mean darren lewis hasn't stopped touring ever like when is he ever home um so i can't even make the argument of like do you just have a better schedule as a country person because i'm sure you're just touring just as crazy as a mega machine that was stained, it's just it's it's just horrible, and like it's it's horrible and hilarious, because in twenty twenty one you can see YouTube videos of Aaron, Aaron Lewis wearing a shirt that says "God over government," and then him going I'm so cold," and then the next song, "It's been a while." Good. Things up. where in like the early 2000s he'd seen this like there's this perfect he did a radio edit acoustic version of it's been a while and it's the best version of it's been a while that's ever been played um um man, it's just so much uh, yeah yeah and now you're, now you're doing country versions of staying songs and still trying to scream the metal shit for whatever reason, I I don't get it. I'd be more excited about the the trying to do screams again and metal stuff again if you'd sing rock songs the way they should be instead of this fake country bullshit twang garbage. But yeah, it's over. Aaron Lewis is done. He's probably gonna die soon. I mean, all the touring, booze, and cigarettes. Probably not the healthiest, dude. Fucking 5'4". You guys are putting your high out there, man. You're short as fuck. I'm sure it's obviously not... I'm sure that's wikipedia bull, But, man, I, I fucking met you like three times, man. Fuck, man. I just... I just... Man. Everything that I love is being destroyed. First, Halo, and now Aaron Lewis. Now, Aaron Lewis has been fucked since 2016. So, And that and that's purely based off him. The artiste decided to no longer be the artiste. Just to sell out for fucking Sheep bull. Go fuck yourself, Aaron Lewis.